Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 53. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between getting stronger and getting bigger. And when I say bigger, I'm not just talking to those of you guys that want to become big and bulky, but I'm also talking to this thought of the people that are like, I want to build some muscle. I want to burn some fat. There's there's obviously two different types of people out there when it comes to that. The guys out there like, get me as big as possible. And those of us out there are like, hey, I want to little, look a little bit leaner, but I know that that means I need to actually put on some muscle so that after I lose some of this body fat, there's something that's going to show other than just my skin and bones. But then there's a whole nother group of people out there that actually do want to look muscular, but their primary focus in training and their primary goals is they actually want to get stronger. Uh, they want to actually be able to lift heavier weights. They want to perform a little bit better. And it's not saying that the two goals can't work together. I just think that the focus and the training for them is a little bit more specific. And there's a lot of carryovers and benefits into being, or obviously having more muscle to strength. And there's a lot of uh, carryover in working on building strength to building muscle, but the training for them is a little bit different and the adaptations that happen are a little bit different. So I wanted to go over a couple of different things for you guys and hopefully bring you guys some value. So first things first though, if you are listening to this podcast, even when I stumble on my words and you're getting some value out of it, please let me know, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message, give me a review. I actually don't ask for a lot of that stuff because I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm still brand new to podcasting. I know I've been doing this for actually about a year now, but I honestly just started this as a place to start to put more education out there. I have no idea how to grow my podcast other than word of mouth. So um, if this brings value to you or you know somebody else that might get some value out of it, share it with them. Let me know. Maybe post it on your Instagram story so that I know that you're listening. But without further ado, I'm going to hop on over to my notes section of my um, computer because I do have a couple of things up that I wanted to uh, just kind of make sure that I'm talking about a little bit. So uh, let's just start by talking about some of the amazing feats of strength that we're used to seeing, especially if you just came off of the high of watching the CrossFit Games a, a couple of weeks ago. We saw young girls snatching over 200 pounds, um, you know, athletes lifting and moving and just doing things that we would never think possible, you know, and it's like, we always wonder like, what are they doing? What is their training? Like, how are they lifting and moving so much weight at such a small physique, you know? And, and then we have the opposite people. You go into a globo gym and you see somebody that looks jacked, like they're just full of muscle and they have no idea how to move the weight. Like some of these athletes on the CrossFit field know how to move. And there's a lot of differences in the different types of training. Not that one is right and one is wrong, but the main purpose of this podcast episode today is just to kind of give you guys a little bit of an idea of the differences between the two. So, um, kind of starting from the top, I wanted to talk a little bit about what it means to actually get bigger. And, and what I mean getting bigger, I shouldn't say that word because I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to get big and bulky and I get it. Nobody wants to get big and bulky, right? But we obviously at the underneath it all, we want to have that muscle tone that we're looking for. Those people that are saying, I want to get toned. They do want to build muscle. They just don't want to look bulky. And it's, I'm going to stop tangent it is almost impossible for people to get bulky outside of genetic potential without enhancement drugs so or performance enhancing drugs. So you are safe to lift heavy weights and you are not going to put on a bunch of muscle. It's very, very difficult. In fact, I know as a natural athlete in CrossFit, I have been trying to put on muscle for 10 or 11 years and 
I lose it just as fast as I gain it. And I've been kind of hovering the same weight, same body composition. I honestly don't think my muscle tone has changed much. Um, as I kind of get into my mid thirties now, I think my muscle building potential is kind of starting to be like a maintenance at this point. And now there's a neurological adaptation that I need to obviously create to get stronger. So more on that later. Um, but what I really want you guys to understand is that muscle hypertrophy, the, the thought of getting bigger or building muscle requires one main thing. And that is a breakdown of muscle tissue to force an adaptation to that breakdown. So essentially you want to feel the burn. It's, it's a lot of, and it's not just like, Oh, is this high rep stuff versus low rep stuff? Well, in an essence, yes. You know, you need a stimulus. You need something that's going to cause that muscle burn, that muscle fatigue. Um, and it's going to force the adaptation of, Hey, I need more muscle fibers or I need larger muscle fibers in order to be able to, um, you know, ad adapt to this amount of volume. And I think it's a lot easier to experience this uh, or understand this if you've ever been a runner, because you know that if you are trying to run a 5K, at some point you're going to have to run, or you're starting at a mile and you want to run a 5K, at some point you're going to have to run 2K, 3K uh, to get up to that 5K. And it's kind of the same thing. And you also know that that 5K the first time is going to feel easier the second time because your body's adapted to it. That adaptation, you don't notice physically, you don't see it anywhere. It's an aerobic adaptation, but with muscle building potential, you will see that um, in terms of muscle growth. So as we fatigue the muscles, we train the muscles, we have to force the muscles to adapt. This type of training is done. Um, you can actually do muscle hypertrophy work and, and most people should be doing a lot more of it because it's safe and mass is always going to move larger mass. So if you are trying to get stronger, having a good solid base foundation of muscle is going to help you with that. Um, it can, it can really help athletes stay injury free because if you are, um, obviously a very explosive athlete that doesn't pack a lot of muscle, which is, is, is something that could happen, uh, like track athletes and things like that. Um, you want to actually have a little bit more muscle on you, muscle tone on you to prevent you from injury, uh, moving, especially if you are moving loads externally, uh, like Olympic lifters and stuff like that. So that muscle hypertrophy work, um, is, is really, really, really important. Uh, the important thing to understand about muscle hypertrophy work though, is it doesn't necessarily always make you stronger. Okay. So muscle hypertrophy work is meant to be done. I, I want to say in that like 70% range, uh, maybe a little bit less even sometimes. Uh, but the rep schemes are usually a lot higher, but you can actually do muscle hypertrophy work with bands and doing isolation movements and things like that. And that's a lot of what you're going to see in hypertrophy work. That work does not always directly translate into getting stronger. So if I use a band and I'm doing banded tricep press downs until failure, I'm going to feel a burn in my leg or in my arms. I'm building muscle there. That's not always going to transfer over directly into a stronger overhead lift, a stronger push jerk or split jerk. There is something else necessary in order for that hypertrophy work to play a factor in my strength. And, and I'm going to kind of talk about the difference in a second when I go into it. But what I really want you guys to understand about muscle hypertrophy work is that if your main goal is I want to look good naked, I want to feel better, um, I don't want to worry about injuries, muscle, muscle hypertrophy work is enough. You don't have to always do strength work per se if you don't feel comfortable or that stuff doesn't excite you. And I'll be honest, that's the opposite of me. I, I actually really enjoy lifting heavy weights. Um, you know, and it's not saying that you can't lift heavy weights at higher reps. I'm just saying, you know, the thought of you're not, when you're going in there to, you know, 
do a one RM snatch, one RM back squat, your goal in those moments isn't building muscle. Your goal in those moments is getting stronger. And we're going to talk about the difference in a second. But if your goal is, I, I actually want to live to see another day. I don't want to injure myself. Your main goal for muscle hypertrophy work should be quality movements, not going too heavy or staying in a rep range um, and weight that's going to allow you to move almost perfectly with mechanics um, and working like close to failure, sometimes going to failure on movements that are safer. When I say failure, I mean, you're not going to injure yourself if you fail a banded tricep press down. <laughs> so, but meaning you're going to that point where like, I can't take this anymore. So it's, it's a little bit more of that threshold training. There's a lot of benefits to that. Uh, in the world of CrossFit, because a lot of what we do is threshold training, right? So uh, it's also a really good way to train that without uh, causing injury and, and too much muscle breakdown or too much what I'm going to go into next, which is central nervous system fatigue, because it's a lot harder to get your brain fatigue doing something like a banded tricep press down, which is the example I'm using right now, than a uh, barbell thruster or a barbell push press. Because now I've got to hold on to something. I'm thinking about range of motion. I'm thinking about lockout. I'm thinking about so many other things, thinking about using my hips, whereas I can really just isolate and hammer those triceps. But what's the difference between muscle hypertrophy now and strength? Okay. So now they are different, but they kind of go hand in hand. Okay. So you want to have muscle because muscle is going to help get you stronger. And I don't want to confuse anybody. That's why I'm really saying that. But if you want to get stronger, there is another thing you have to make sure you're doing. And that is you have to be training your central nervous system to force an adaptation. So with hypertrophy, yes, there is a central nervous system adaptation to like, okay, my muscles have to be told I need to build to recover. But with the central nervous system, you're actually looking to recruit larger muscle groups faster. And that requires to get stronger. You need to be pushing those lower reps at higher weights. There's a neurological adaptation to that load that has to happen. Um, you know, working at that, like 85 to 90% of your max and getting comfortable there, getting your body to remember how to lift that load is going to make it easier over time, which then allows you to get a higher load. So the lower reps, higher, I'm sorry, lower reps, higher weight is really important for strength training. But once again, the goal should not be sloppy, high weight, low reps. It should be mechanically sound, almost perfect mechanics. And the examples I'm going to look and give you guys is if you guys are CrossFitters and you watch Matt Frazier move, you watch Ben Smith move, you watch Rich Froning move, you watch Tia Claire Toomey move, you watch any of these CrossFit games athletes that have won the game, the championships over and over again, you watch them move. And it's almost like watching, I don't know what I'm going to look a word, but it's, it's like watching a masterpiece. There's just, they're, they're so flawless in their execution of the movements. And that's essentially why, because when they're training, they are looking to PR with perfect mechanics. And that's how they continue to get fitter without getting injury. Plus they also well, they likely do get injured, but they do a lot of hypertrophy work as well. A lot of muscle building work as well. With strength training, there are other pieces that are really, really important. I'm going to take a sip of my water, guys. Bear with me. Uh, when you're a solo podcaster, man, you just, I keep thinking about bringing people on, but it's just so hard. And I'm going to go into a whole tangent on that in a second. But as I just lost my train of thought, what I was saying is, with strength training, you do have to move really, really well. Um, and if you watch any of these top level athletes, they all move really, really freaking well. But there's also other components besides just the central nervous system that hypertrophy work doesn't always necessarily need. 
to get stronger, and this is a big misconception um, or a big missed step, is you need to have mobility. And I think people think of mobility like, oh, I got to get my squat depth deeper. I got to get my uh, overhead lockout better. Yeah. In the sport of CrossFit or trying to actually compete in any sport that judges by standards, you do want to be able to hit full range of motion. But there is another component of that that people don't understand that mobility is so important for. If you have poor mobility, you have unlocked movement potential. And that means you have unlocked power, speed, strength in those tendons and fibers that are required and needed to be recruited in order to build muscle and get stronger. You can kind of work around those if hypertrophy is your main goal, because like I said, you can do isolation movements. You can work around those things and not actually technically get stronger, but still build muscle. You actually might be creating some muscle imbalances by doing that though. And I'm going to kind of go into where doing too much hypertrophy work might actually work against you. Um, but so, you know, short story, short, short story, long or long story short, whatever you want to say is the main difference between muscle hypertrophy and strength training is that hypertrophy work is geared with the thought of a physical adaptation of overloading the muscle and then breaking it down and then uh, having to rebuild it. Whereas strength training does require a central nervous system adaptation from higher weights, heavier loading, uh, and lower reps to honestly get that strength uh, potential. Um, muscle hypertrophy, your main goal in training is somewhere in the higher rep range, lower weights, moving really well. Um, a lot of honestly, not even full range of motion stuff, but really a lot of muscle contraction, isolation work, whereas strength training is going to require more mobility, more focus on muscle recruitment patterns from larger compound movements, less isolation stuff. Um, and so it, it requires a little bit of a different thing. Now, you really don't, you can have one without the other, but if you are an athlete and you're looking to perform in the sport of CrossFit or um, any other sport that requires athleticism, you have to have a blend of the two and know where you fall in what you actually need. So um, for instance, last year, myself, I spent a lot of time working on building muscle and I think I did a really good job of that. Um, I don't think I did a really good job necessarily focusing on my strength training. I think that my volume was not in the right alignment with actually getting stronger, where it was actually in a really good alignment for building muscle, hypertrophy, volume, and stuff like that. So I think as I'm in my season right now, I'm actually really liking the the, the plan that I'm on right now because I'm getting a lot more strength work in, um, with quality movements and things like that. And I'm still hitting the hypertrophy stuff, but my focus now is on mobility, moving really, really well. Um, and also hitting those lower reps, higher weights so that I can make sure that I'm getting stronger and getting that neurological adaptation. Now, with that being said, I want to also give you guys this as well, that strength training does not come without a risk. Muscle hypertrophy work can come without a risk. And, you know, I'll be honest, there's a lot of times in my own programming for my clients, I don't program a lot of things that are going to be strength focused necessarily. Like I want them to obviously, like you can still see progress and PRs by doing muscle hypertrophy work. I don't want you to think that I'm not saying that you can't because I do a lot of like higher rep squatting cycles and things like that because I want them to be a little bit safer. I know that they're building muscle hypertrophy, but 
over time, your body's going to adapt by building more muscle, making those weights feel a little bit easier. That is the goal. However, top end strength is developed a little bit differently. And I know that with that, there is a lot more risk in injury. Um, uh, this is where you're walking that fine line of, Hey, like I'm not going to play it safe today. I'm going to try for a PR. I'm going to try and hit better than I've ever done before. And whenever you are going to that potential area, you are risking some injury. So I do think that strength training should be, um, programmed in, in the right dosage. Um, obviously with perfect sound mechanics and with the right goal in mind. So if your goal is to look good, naked, feel better, and to move better, you don't necessarily need to be focusing on that top end strength. Um, I do think it is fun to program it in if you're an athlete, but if your goal is kind of in that realm of health and fitness and wellness, you don't always need to be doing that. Um, it just really depends on your personality. And some people really thrive in that area. Now, there is also some carryover into the neurological adaptation. So don't, so if you're not somebody that does a lot of hypertrophy work, don't, don't go the opposite way. I don't want, I don't want you to think that me saying that, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, let me stay. <laughs> I'm getting all tongue tied for a second. <laughs> totally unscripted here. Okay. So I don't want those of you guys in the strength world, Olympic lifters and stuff like that to think that I'm saying you can't build muscle by doing that because you can because there is also a neurological component to that strength focus, strength uh, loading that will also perpetuate some muscle building potential. So you're not doing the wrong thing by training that, but I will be honest, most lifting coaches are going to program a blend of both strength and a little bit of hypertrophy work uh, sprinkled in there to ensure that you guys are getting both. So depending on who you are, I just want you guys to know that like there is a little bit of a difference in the two. And I say this because I find a lot of athletes out there that are going into the gym with the sole goal of like, I want to look good naked. I want to build some muscle tend to do a lot of the high, high weight, low rep stuff, or try and pushing that potential of like failure on one RMs and stuff like that, where they really probably should be like, Hey, today coach, I'm going to do like five by 10. And taking a little bit of ownership over your own goals and putting that in the class format. So just wanted to kind of give you that. Now, the other thing that I will say is that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, even though in CrossFit, you know, we're not technically bodybuilders, we don't do a lot of bodybuilding. A lot of our Metcons are accessory work. Uh, maybe they are a little bit more uh, functional in, in, you know, obviously in the way we perform them, but, you know, and this is kind of how I do a lot of my programming with my, with my clients is if their core lift is, uh, their compound lift is squatting, their conditioning that day might be, you know, lunges and calories in the bike, and they might have some accessory work with, um, good mornings and hip thrust. So they're getting in a lot more work, but they're also just getting in the fun aspect of CrossFit. And so for some people, CrossFit's kind of what makes them excited to go to the gym. They like that feeling. They like that push. They like having things to work towards. And yeah. So now the last thing that I want to talk about with this difference, because I, I mentioned a little bit about how there can be carryover into strength, into hypertrophy work and hypertrophy work also can um, be of added value to strength. Strength will not really ever negatively impact hypertrophy work. However, hypertrophy work can sometimes negatively affect your strength. And I know you can relate to those people that you see that have bench pressed entirely one too many days in the gym, and they can't even lift their arms up overhead because they're so tight, um, or have done so many half rep squats that the thought of getting ass to grass in the bottom is 
not something that's going to be very easy for them. So there is some negative to overtraining hypertrophy work without training strength and mobility because you are limiting your body's muscle potential by shortening um, the range of motion and also by obviously tightening up those muscle fibers and those tendons and ligaments that you need to be able to express full potential on your strength. So um, make sure that you're doing your hypertrophy work in, you know, obviously in the right doses and knowing where you fall on the spectrum. So if you're an ex bodybuilder, you likely have tons of muscle on you. You likely should be focusing on if you're trying to get leaner, obviously diet. Um, but, but if you're trying to get stronger, working on the strength stuff, working on the mobility stuff, uh, working on the skill aspect of lifting, because there is a lot of skill involved in strength training. Uh, and if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, maybe you're newer to CrossFit, you want to get better at a lot of these lifts. So you are training a lot of strength work. You also might need to be adding in the hypertrophy stuff to make sure that your body is willing to support yourself uh, and the lifts that you're trying to do. So there's a lot of carryover, a lot of differences um, in the in the strength versus hypertrophy world. So that was it for today, guys. Um, short little episode on muscle strength. Muscle, I can't talk. Ugh. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. Tomorrow's Labor Day. Um, I hope you guys are all going to have an awesome Labor Day. Uh, I am going to be doing a little bit of work, but I am trying to take some time off and just chill and relax. But that's why I'm a little bit tongue tied today. I actually recorded this podcast last week and something on my computer. I don't know if I deleted it. I don't know what, but not to get on a little bit of a rant, but I'm sure you all can relate to the frustration you might have with something like that. So anyways, last plug before I hang up here is that we are starting our group challenge, uh, 21 day fat loss accelerator. It starts on Wednesday. Uh, if you do want to get in on that group challenge, um, tomorrow is probably going to be the last day that I accept any last minute invites. Cause we already got everybody's tracking sheets ready. We're sending out the email for the welcome guide tomorrow. So if you do want in last minute, last call, um, let me know. And, uh, we hope to meet you then kickoff call is Wednesday at 6 PM. You do not have to be present to win the challenge. Um, I'm sorry, you don't have to be present at the calls, uh, to do the challenge, but you have to be present at the calls to win the challenge. And the challenge is 21 days. It's three calls. It's Wednesday nights at 6 PM. You guys are going to get my entire, challenge packet that I spent hours working on actually more like days working on, um, lots of free education, lots of free, uh, free stuff in there for you guys getting, um, some custom calculations on your total daily energy expenditure, some places for you guys to start. If you are looking to get a jump start on weight loss, especially because guys, the holidays are going to be here before we know it. So, um, if this is you and you want in, uh, let me know if you can't find the link on my, uh, Facebook or Instagram, just shoot me a DM and I'll send it over to you. Um, other than that, guys, have a great week.